This is Koinonia with your guest host, Gary Kinneman, sitting in for Tom Brown. And you're listening to 1360 KPXQ Faith Talk Radio. And uh, I'm interviewing, I got with me in the studio today. This is live today. It's, uh, Tom won't tell you he's not always live. You think he is, but I'm really live, okay? It's 110 <laughs> degrees outside. And we're in Phoenix near, uh, near the Biltmore, 24th Street and Camelback. Anyway, we're talking with Tim and Carrie Thompson, and they lead a church in the East Valley. And uh, we're talking to Tim about how he became a senior pastor. We haven't gotten there yet. He grew up in Argentina. His wife grew up right here in Phoenix mm-hmm. in, in the East yeah. Valley. Where'd you go to Mesa High? Or No, I went to Valley oh, Christian. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You said you went to Valley Christian. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, he was doing children's ministry there uh, for his, uh, his in-laws mm-hmm. and in their church. And uh, as we stepped away for the break, we said we wanted to ask Tim, so what's, what's, a, what's a parent to do? I mean, the challenges that we have with kids. Uh, my son, who, who does uh, the Barner Research stuff, you know, he's, he's over in California, he's written a couple books. Um, he's 10 years older than his brother. David's 41. His brother's, uh, he just turned 32. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a vast difference between Gen X People like like your I guess you guys would consider yourself Gen X, sure. maybe and and uh, and are busters and, and what they are now referring to as millennials, mm-hmm. and uh, so what what are you said you had some good things to say, now's your chance <laughs> to tell the the millions of listeners that we have here today. Well, you had set it up for kids church. Okay, the secret to kids church. Let yep. me tell you, um, uh, is delirious. Uh, band, you remember, uh, you know, Delirious yeah, from, yeah. from the '90s or whatever, early yeah, yeah. 2000s, and a black light. So that's what worked for us. We turned on a black light. We turned on Delirious. The kids took off their shoes. They ran around the room. They ran into God, and and the rest was history. You know, they had that great song, "History Maker." I want to be a history yeah, yeah, maker. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And um, so, our whole philosophy was, or idea was. God is a real God. He is is a God that lives and breathes and moves and and wants to be a part of our lives. And so as much as we can introduce these kids to God is real, uh, that's what we want to do. What I love about what what's happening at Fountain of Life and what's happening at our church, and I watch it, and, and I don't really have an answer for you of a, a formula of how this how this comes to be, but we have kids that love fellowshipping, uh, they they love to be a part of the worship, and I'm seeing that more and more in this next generation of churches. Um, is young kids wanting to participate in the worship and be a part of the worship service? I see families coming together, um, and 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 wanting to to be a part of the what's going on. And as much as we keep it real and we don't fake it. See, because I think a lot of people have become disenfranchised with the church, but not disenfranchised with God. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. Mm-hmm. You know, people still have a need for God. They still have this drive that when they get in trouble, where do they look? They mm-hmm. look up to the heavens, right? They look up to the stars and they go, are you there and do you care? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as much as we can do our job to bridge that gap and to say God is there, he does hear you, and this is what nice. he has to say. Nice. That's what I think we, 
we're yeah. looking for? What do you want to take here? And I think not boxing them in to maybe receiving the way we would have, you know, when we were kids. And, you know, especially with my own kids, when I'm introducing them to God or letting him be a part of their everyday life, that maybe they're not going to respond exactly the way I did, but I know they're getting it. And it's special to me when I walk by and see, you know, oh, they have their worship music on or, oh, they were looking at their Bible, you know. That's great. How old are your kids now? Well, they are 12 and 9. And uh, yeah. kind of a perfect age. Yeah. You're not changing diapers anymore. No, thank God. so it's kind of nice. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Noah. Hey, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My daughter has four, uh, and uh, they change diapers. The kids are two years apart, so they change diapers for nine consecutive oh, years. My. Oh, yes, my. Goodness. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we remember the stages. It's like, yeah. you know, first you're not changing diapers. Then they're buckling themselves yes. into That's their great. own car seat, yes. you know. Do, brushing their own teeth. Then they're yes. bringing their stuff. Yeah, brushing their own teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making their own bed. Big yeah. milestones. So uh, just as parents, uh, you know, you, you're just in some ways starting out. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure you have some thoughts. Uh, you know, you're a preacher or pastor. I'm sh- sure you've talked about family stuff. And uh, you probably have a message for Father's Day. Have you worked that out yet? No, I'm a, I'm a Saturday night kind of uh, yeah. preacher. Oh, are you really? Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it all comes Saturday night. It comes night. on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Are you going to talk about dads at all? I am going to talk about dads. I'm not sure uh, how that will all tie in. Okay, but... so we got maybe we have some dads listening. Yeah. And uh, what would you tell dads? Just right off, as a dad to another dad, as a pastor. You know, I mean, the older that I'm getting, the more I'm getting to know my dad, and I'm getting to know that uh, he really cared about me and really loved me. You know, I, I remember... Uh, times on the mission field where we would go out and we would we would throw baseball. Okay, so we're growing up in Argentina. There's their sport is soccer. You know they don't they don't do baseball, and uh, so we would go out throw the baseball. And I remember at times telling my dad something, and I'd be like, Dad, 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 <laughs> you know. And then about the third one, he would kind of come back, and I, I realize now. Dad was multitasking, you know. I mean, yeah. his heart was, I want to be, I want to spend time with my son, mm-hmm. but I've also got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I think that's happening more and more nowadays where dads are multitasking. And uh, it, we have to find time to just unplug and engage with our kids and just sit there and, and be there. You know, I mean, that's one of the things that I really appreciate about what I learned from Carrie is uh, – she taught me how to not have a religious relationship with my father, uh, my father on earth, but my father in heaven, you know, yeah. that, that he enjoyed watching cartoons with me or watching a movie. or. <laughs> and you don't down. have to. I think this is a really important point. Uh, I mean, I would hammer on this nail that you shouldn't have a religious relationship with your children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I never used the Bible to get my kids to do what I wanted them to do. That's good. Yeah. And, you know, so when I, I've said that to our, you know, in, op, in, in preaching moments, I've said that. I said it at our church. Mm-hmm. I, I've said it subsequently. I've been mm-hmm. preaching in other churches for the last seven or eight years. And uh, what happens is you, you know, you kind of turn your kids against God. You're, they, and kids can read through it. You know, you're, you're, you're playing the trump card. You've got the God card and God's on your side because you're the mom and dad and you've got to honor your father mm-hmm. and your mother. And uh, I, th- I think it's really important to teach the scriptures, mm-hmm. but really in a life context, mm-hmm. and not to use the Bible 
to get people to do uh, what you want them to do. I, I was just talking to a friend on the phone, and he said, he said, I'm just really sick and tired of hearing people, the Bible says. Yeah. You know, and that that's kind of like, that means, just, well, this discussion is coming to an end. Yeah. You know, and uh, rather than really understanding what, how does the Bible apply to this situation? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and the other thing is parenting is so unfair. I mean, it's it's unrealistic, right? We it's expect- not unfair to the kids. It's unfair to the parents. <laughs> yeah, oh I mean, they expect us to be perfect, right? Yeah. And we, as kids, we have an expectation to be perfect, uh, perfect, um, or, or for our parents to be perfect. So, you know, I don't remember the thousands of games that my dad came to. I remember the one that he missed. Right. Yeah. Right. And so it's it's so unfair. And so maybe a, a message to, to parents out there is you're going to fail. There's no perfect parent, you know. So you've got to realize that you've got to make the most of the opportunities that you get. And what I tell parents, you know, moms, dads, uh, over and over is it's never over, you know. So many of us come to a brick wall, we come to an obstacle and we say, okay, this is where it ends. Or, you know, I've really upset my son. I've really upset my daughter. I've really done this. And and there's just no hope. And I tell them there's always hope. You know, there's always an opportunity to make up for those those moments of laps and, and lapses in judgment um, where where. You just you got it wrong. It's okay to come back and to say, you know what, Daddy messed up right here. You know, uh, I I lost it. I'm sorry, and um, and being able to make up for that and model repentance. I mean, that's something that that uh, we've tried to do with our kids and tell them, you know, was there any inkling of the Holy Spirit? Was there any little voice inside of you saying? Mm, Maybe that's not the best choice for you. And I think that that's our goal, right, is that our our, our kids hear the Lord mm-hmm. and and want to follow his voice um, and, and make the right choice, you know, mm-hmm. because I'm not going to be there forever. So my goal, I love, my, my brother said this to me. You know that uh, scripture, I don't even know the reference, Proverbs something. Train up a child mm-hmm. when he is young and even when he is old, he will not mm-hmm. depart from it. And I, I remember my brother telling me, my brother John, uh, he said, really, you could translate that, give them an appetite for the things of God. Mm-hmm. And even when they're old, they will hunger mm-hmm. for God. That's beautiful. And I love that. You know, so that's my goal. Yeah, that's Give them wonderful. an appetite. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to say amen? Or would you like yeah, to? I was going to say, yeah. when you were saying modeling repentance, I think it's, you know, something my mom always did was, mm-hmm. you know, coming back to me if there was any time that she needed to repent for something to me that has made such an impact in my life now raising my kids to go you know I'm I'm not always perfect and I'm not going to get it right every time and coming to them now you know sometimes my kids like to use that and go no mom you know maybe <laughs> you need to be the one so you know you there's balance in that but I think just even modeling that hey you know what I need God too and yeah. I'm not perfect so yeah. I think that's important well and it, the challenges never go away I was on the phone last night with my son David we were working through some mm. things great and Thanks. uh uh, let's just say he was more upset with me than I was upset with him. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, but I I, I don't know. That's I mean, good. I think as as parents, we have an obligation to to kind of pour into our kids and to say, God made you great. God put great stuff in you. Let's discover what that is and go after it. It's great. We're talking to Tim and Carrie Thompson. Uh, they pastor a church in the East Valley called Fountain of Life. TV. If you want to see their website and see the faces behind the voice. And uh, my name is Gary Kinneman. I'm sitting in for Tom Brown. And you can visit my website. It's nothingbutgrace.com. We'll be back in just a couple minutes.